This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson here to tell you about my new podcast, TE1. On the show, I had a chance to talk to my fellow tight ends who have revolutionized the position from an extra lineman to a dual threat superstar. And just like my guests have changed the game, this year, NFLSundayTicket.tv is revolutionizing your NFL viewing experience. Stream all the live out-of-market NFL games every Sunday on your favorite devices and never miss a moment from your favorite players. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use the promo code GREG88 at checkout and get 15% off your subscription. That's NFLSundayTicket.tv and the promo code GREG88. Subscribe to TE1 and get NFLSundayTicket.tv an unmatched dual threat. Blue wire. Let's fuck this shit. It's only king. Why you have to be mad? I did that backwards. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Listen, I can count both forwards and backwards. So uh, that's wonderful for you. But for me, I was like, wait, wait, I'm in uncharted territory right now. This feels different. <laughs> Hi, Audrey. Hi, Christina. How are you? I'm having a very large beverage. Okay. So that's how I'm doing. How about you? Uh, well, I'm curious as to what the gender of the beverage is, because I'm very good girl drinking water while we podcast. And so I'm feeling amazing. It's vodka. Oh. The base. I would say the base is vodka. <laughs> it's a vodka-based drink. So there's like a vodka notes coming up <laughs> through the drink. Yes. And then it, I honestly, this is kind of the Puck Bunny special, I would say. Oh. Um, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but there's actually another popular hockey podcast that they have a branded pink alcoholic drink that's also vodka based that I believe the league is selling under the slogan, the official vodka of the NHL. Interesting. This is, I think, our spin on it, which is just a lot of vodka, one plain seltzer, oh, and then a shot of Campari. Welcome to Puck Bunnies. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. Hi, as we stated before, I'm Christina and that's Audrey. Hello. And I would just like to share that this episode is brought to you by Lifeway Foods, makers of America's best kefir and our favorite healthy and delicious dairy products. You know, I went to the health food store today. I've had a big day, but I went to the health food, the fancy health food store today. Wow, wow, wow. And they had all these mini bottles of Lifeway kefir and I got one of the little strawberry ones and it's really cute it's sitting in my fridge right now. Just a little treat for you for later. Only pink drinks right here. So you just got done finishing Stars. I did. Stars Flames game five. I know. It's like their first game that they've won in regulation by more than one point. I mean, like, we really love to see a success story unfold before our eyes. 
that's happening within the bounds of the law, aka regulation time. That's right. Um, do I think that they're going to win? No, I don't. Because I like to be pleasantly surprised and just expect the worst. We are recording at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right now, Tuesday, August 18th, which, if you weren't aware, Game 4 of um, Caps Islanders is starting right now. There is, uh, I would say, a high chance that the Caps get swept tonight, but I'm not thinking about it, and I wanted to do this instead because uh, I have learned that I don't have to put myself through misery Wow, that's so nice and so well-grounded of you. However, how do you feel that they're probably going to get swept by the Islanders? How do you feel about that right now? Honestly, I feel better about it after we talked to Sam last week. Oh, that's right. Because she was like, I also think that they're going to get swept. <laughs> and the Islanders are just, they're one of those teams where they're so... Relentless. Again, like we said, they're relentless, but not the interesting kind of relentless. Like, I feel like the Blue Jackets are... <laughs> You just think the Blue Jackets are interesting because Seth Jones is playing like 60 minutes a night now. Tampa Bay, Columbus. What a mess. First of all, I feel like the series has been going on for like three weeks at this point. I think it's because once we figured out that they were going to be playing each other again, it was like it, the story came back up in our consciousness. and Season two. It was like burbled <laughs> up. Yeah, but it's also because with Tampa Bay and Columbus, it's like an unstoppable object meets... Im- yeah. Immovable force. Yeah. Unstoppable object meets immovable force. Thank you, no, wait. Unstoppable force meets <laughs> immovable. Ladies and gentlemen, we have had a long day. Anyway, I feel like they're almost perfectly matched for each other in hell. They'll be playing this series. This is this is to me like the southern version of Leafs Bruins. Doomed to repeat this dance for all eternity. We haven't even talked about this yet on the show, but the, what was it, quintuple overtime? It was probably one of the strangest events I've seen or heard about on live television. Did you ever stop to think of the absurdity of it all? Yeah, and I think that's why I turned it off at the beginning of second overtime. Okay. The root of this is that I hate overtime, period. It's simply too stressful. No matter what. It's simply too stressful, and I didn't want to really see Seth Jones play 65 minutes i was just kind of worried about them (laughs) and they're both so good tampa's so good Mm -hmm. they deserved to win that game and i'm glad they won that game but that game started at 3 p.m my time and it was still going on at quarter to 11 and i was just like i can't sit here and let myself watch this for more than half of the hours that i've been awake today Exactly. You know what it reminded me of? And I'm going to get roasted for this. But it reminded me of in Harry Potter. Wow, nerd alert. <laughs> but you know how like they would have those games like in Quidditch that would last? The Quidditch games that would last forever because somebody wouldn't catch the snitch? Well, no, they just couldn't find it. So it would last like two, oh, right, 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 two right, weeks right, or something. Right. It was just so absurd. That's why it was funny. Anyway, this is just, I watched this and I'm like, this can never happen again. The NHL cannot let this happen again. I was just thinking about, like, have I ever done something for that period of time? Sleep. Done one... Well, yeah, but, like... Bam, boom. Basically the opposite of being asleep, I would say, is playing a professional hockey game. True. 60 minutes on the ice is an insane amount. You know, I I was explaining this, just people have misconceptions about hockey shifts. Like, why do they only play, like, a minute and a half at a time? Because they're sprinting up and down the ice. Right. So that's Seth Jones, like, 60 minutes of sprinting, which is insane, and I would like to have seen the aftercare situation. 
<laughs> after the game was over, Pierre-Luc Dubois arrived at the post-game media availability Zoom call, mm-hmm. just like fully eating a piece of pizza. Good for him. I know there, there were players getting IVs and stuff too, which is insanely cool. And something that I would like for myself. Personally. Like if I just could have some guy, like it, it could be a few, wow, oh, oh my God, I've watched a lot of Shark Tank. I think I have an idea. No, no, no. Yes. Who do you think is going to win this series? They have two games left. Who cares? It's going to go on Tampa. until the end of time. Tampa? Tampa. I got Tampa. What do you think? I think Columbus could do it in seven if they don't get tired. And I think that's the whole... Right now, it's a it's a stamina game. I don't think it's as much a skill game as it is a, an outlasting each other energy-wise uh, series. So we'll see. It's funny that you say that because, you know, that's what the playoffs always come down to, it seems. Just who's conditioned the best because they're playing games so quickly on top of each other. Which is why the Canes will win the cup because Rod is the bod. Anyway. You say that, and then we watch the Canes just absolutely fall apart in the third period last night. They miss Vetch. They can't play without him. There's so much drama in this series now between the Svetch injury, Tukaras going home. Yeah, let's, let's take it from the top with this like messy bitch of a series. So we got problems on both sides. So Tukaras announced a couple days ago that he was going to be yeeting himself from the bubble. That is exactly his phrasing. Put him in the catapult, launch him home. Yeah, like it's like in Star Wars whenever they get in the boom thing. Escape pods. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to get in an escape pod so bad. Anyway, obviously this had the effect on media and Twitter that you would think it would have. Bunch of people calling Tukaraska pussy, essentially. And a lot of people defending him, all the right people. Yeah, the only people you should worry about are the ones who are defending him. It's also just awful luck. Right. Because Boston fans are insane. I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, they are notoriously very, very hard on Tukarask. Why is that? Even though he's, he's an incredible goalie. I think it's just like, he's been so good for so long that as soon as... There's a crack. It's like, holy fuck, this is the end. We have to trade him. We have to do something about Boston. The higher you go, the further you have to fall. Into the Boston Bay. And Halak is good. He's one of the best backups in the league right now. So if I was another team in this situation, I'd be fucked. Mm -hmm. Think about if Holtby got hurt right now. (gasps) And the Caps had to go to Vitek Banachek, who's never played an NHL game. Truly, Boston fans should be counting their blessings right now. But I think also what complicates the situation is that David Pasternak's been out for this entire series and it doesn't seem like he's coming back soon. Yeah, his dick really fell off. But you know what? He's been sitting in the stands for all the games. Have you seen any of the footage of him like sitting in the arena? I haven't seen it. His curls look amazing because usually when we see pasta on the ice, they're sweaty, they're plastered down, but like his hair looks so good. I would like to know the products, please. What if he uses Diva Curl? He should not use Diva Curl. That's bad for your hair. Well, what if he has that? Have you ever seen their creepy hair dryer that looks like a yes. hand? I hate it. I, I bet he would use it. That was taking up 75% of one of his suitcases on the way to the bubble. No, I need my diffuser, man. So, yeah, last night the Bruins were down by two, then oh, came back, scored three goals in just over four minutes in the third period. And then they, I think, scored an empty netter and. Not a good one. It's interesting because both of them are suffering from, you know, injuries with some of their star players right now. I mean, I think that losing Svechnikov was a bigger blow for the Hurricanes than losing Pasta was for the Bruins, just because the Bruins have that depth. 
and their power play is lethal. It is so good. And the Canes do not have a good PK. <laughs> so they have three games left. Boston is up three to one. Who do you think is taking the series? Boston. And how many games? As little as possible. Two more. No, I don't know. Don't ask me to do math. I think they're going to stomp all over them. I hate to say this, but Boston's such a physical team. And I do not think that, apart from Justin Williams, who will avenge every person, there's just not as much of a bruiser. And I think they're getting beaten up out there. I mean, last night they looked very lost. So, I mean, hey, maybe they regroup, maybe they bring it back, but I also think that Boston's going to take it, but I think it's going to go to seven games. Ooh, okay. Misery! Should we start saying walk whenever we whenever we do those? Yeah, I'll do like a sound effect. Oh my god, will you please? <laughs> that would be so sick. Flyers halves. Oh man. I gotta say. I don't know who I want to win! This series has been a huge disappointment to me. Really? So far. Say more. The first two games... We're so exciting. Mm-hmm. And game four was today. The last two games have been so fucking boring. <laughs> There's just no offense going on. Nope. On either team. They're tired. It was like watching the last game of the regular season when things don't really matter anymore. Exactly. Yeah. And you, you know your team is going to the playoffs. Or you, you know they're And not. so you're just putting a bunch of the youngest guys out, like mixing up the lines. So it's been really boring, um, which is unfortunate. But also, I saw Marissa tweet today, I wish I could watch the Flyers play a good team. (laughs) Well, I think we're going to get to. I would like to see it. Because I have my lock on the Flyers, this one. Even though I think that the Canadians could show some like insane burst of brilliance just because they seem to be like a really streaky team. I think the Flyers are going to clinch it tomorrow that'd be really exciting i would love to oh my god can you imagine a flyer stanley cup that would be ridiculous i would be really sad for flyers fans if the flyers won this year and they were like not able to like do riots <laughs> they'll grease those poles with masks on do you want to talk about Cavs islanders no that's a scary score right there my Actually, friend let me... oh well right now there is oh. Nine minutes left in the first. Uh, the Caps have registered one shot on goal. <laughs> and the Islanders have scored once. It's 1-0. No, it's 2-0 now. Oh, fuck. <laughs> in the time that I refreshed this, it's 2-0? Yeah. Fuck! <laughs> you like, didn't believe me! <laughs> I had the app open for literally 10 seconds. Wow. I was wondering if you were looking at that. because it's just No, like- I don't want to talk about them. Let's move on to the West. Um... Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices, plus Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels. Never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. Night's Hawks, Christina. You know what? I am probably about to eat shit uh, on my bracket because I don't think the Hawks are going to pull this one off. First of all, these games are on so, so late and I go to bed so, so early. And so I don't remember, or I, you know, I just haven't been able to watch a lot of them. But every time I turn it on, it's just the Hawks look lost and they look chased around in their own offensive zone. 
Corey Crawford is the only reason that they're still in this. He's series. been on fire, and I don't understand him. I'm scared of Corey Crawford a little bit mm. because he's something's inside of him that either turns on or off, and it's it's just very disconcerting. But yeah, I mean, he's the only reason that they're they get swept. The Knights are such a fun team too. They've been looking amazing. I love Brian Reeves so much. Brian Reeves, elite goal scorer. My boyfriend is a huge San Jose Sharks fan, and I love to talk about how much I love Ryan Reeves because he has genuine hate in his heart for Ryan Reeves, but I think he's amazing. What's your take on Stars Flames? I think it's going to go seven. I could not tell you who was going to win. I can't. I think the Stars might take it. They can eliminate them next game. The playoffs require so much math that's almost so yeah. basic that I'm like, boo. I'm also still stuck in the play-in game mm-hmm. mentality where I'm like, oh, yeah, it's five games. Guys, we just got to stick to one format. I have a bird brain. <laughs> I have just no brain. It's a little coconut up in there. I think that they're another team who is, Kudobin has been on fire. Yes. I was watching today and he, he went vertical mode. He went horizontal mode. He went every kind of mode he could. I think the, the Jamie Ben goal today oh. will do a lot for confidence among their first line and if Dobby can hold on for one more game and the Flames are still losing stamina Mm -hmm. the Stars have got it also let's get Joe Pavelski another hat trick while we're at it oh my god you remember how pissed I was about this trade I was so mad because I'm like why did they pay this old man all this money and Joe Exotic has really turned it around I also would like to just clean for got this shirt that was screen printed of Joe Pavelski's face photoshopped on Joe Exotic, the tiger guy's just The body. tiger guy. The tiger guy. And he just like strutted around in it. He looks so proud of himself. You know what's weird? I feel like the Swedish players really love to do jokes on shirts. They're garment-oriented people. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's been such the bright spot, in, especially in all these like really great clutch overtime goals and stuff like that. And I'm proud to say I eat my words about that charade. His first career postseason hat trick. He should do it again. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Let's talk about Abs Yotes first. Oh, Audrey, how you doing, baby? It's been a rough 48 hours in terms of uh, playoff hockey for your girl. Yeah. Um, I loved to see Darcy Kemper just absolutely steal a game on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Loved that. He should, I think, just win the Vesna for the season at this point. The Abs beat their little asses like seven to one yesterday and unfortunately and this is this was inevitable Mm -hmm, right right. like the further they got into their run it was inevitable but the talent gap at this point is expanding at a rate that they can no longer make up for the goaltending is is not enough if they had taken like the first two games they might have gotten enough momentum to keep it going right but uh it it, this was always going to happen they just have no offense. You can't depend on three NPCs and Phil Kessel to get it done. Don't talk about Brad Richardson like that. The other great thing about this series has just been watching Arizona manage to win a game <laughs> while being outshot like twice, 75 to 20. Oh my God, it was that bad? No, it wasn't that bad, but it might as well have been. But again, that's like the abs just keep shooting. And if they're registering like, upwards of 40 or 50 shots on goal a game, <laughs> how are you going to stop that? Nathan McKinnon is just like posted up in their offensive zone, just like boom, boom. It's fun to watch like a batting though. Cage. I like watching it because the abs are just able to basically, you know, do all their fancy little moves and it's very fun. Berkey gets goals. We love to see that. It's interesting that you bring up the talent 
gap because as I've gotten more into hockey, like I can appreciate that a little bit more. When I first started watching, I thought all that mattered was like shots on goal. And so any team, if they just like popped off a lot, could go as far as they could. The Avs are so much more of a cohesive team. Yeah, they have three top lines, basically. Exactly. And the Coyotes just have four third lines, and that's fine. It's loud. They're scratching and clawing. It's fine. <laughs> Let's talk about Canucks Blues. Uh, another series that is on way too late at night for us to be able to watch. I, this is so funny because I saw somebody tweet. I don't know which one of our friends tweeted it, but it's almost like the Canucks accidentally tanked for two years. And now all of a sudden they have like a pretty cohesive and good team. And everyone's very surprised. I wouldn't necessarily call them quote unquote good. A team that can win games. I think the Blues have played pretty badly so far. And now that the series the series is tied 2-2, game five is tomorrow. Last night, the Canucks just fell apart. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I hesitate to say, okay, this is a, this is a team that is good mm-hmm. tier because they can't keep the momentum going for more than like two two games in a row the bennington jake allen situation is also very um i don't know about that can you tell me about this bennington was in net for the first two games mm-hmm. and stanley cup winner jordan bennington has now been benched and jake the snake allen oh blues boat mask <laughs> jake the snake allen mm-hmm. has played the last two games he's not great but he's been just good enough. And also when you have a team that's as talented defensively and is as, can be as smothering as the Blues, if they're going the extra mile for their backup goalie. But also I like I will say for the Blues that I've really enjoyed watching Ryan O'Reilly tear it up again. Game four last night, he scored two goals and had an assist. So that's that was all three of the Blues goals that he got it on. Ryan O'Reilly to Seattle. <laughs> oh. Everyone's saying it. Are they? No. Everyone oh. is me. It's um, me. <laughs> I'm everyone. You are focusing a lot on on who's going to get expanded this week. I feel like you're just anxiously grasping at all your favorite boys and you're scared to lose them. Wait until you feel this way. I do feel this way. I, I am already trying to disengage from the players that I think might go. Shall we take some do you want to take some calls? <gasps> Jinx, owe me a Coke. What's up, ladies? This is Reed from Brooklyn, a Carolina Hurricanes fan. Question for you guys. I'm going out to a lake house for a safe and socially distanced vacation this weekend with the homies. How should I balance watching the playoff hockey with having a good time with the friends? Just watch hockey with your friends. My solution to this is just to bring your TV outside. Boom. Done. Just bring it outside. I saw a picture today of a bunch of Canucks fans in Vancouver who had like a flat screen propped up on a couple of boxes out in an alley, like between their houses. Um, And they've been watching the games like that. It's so funny to watch Canadians reverse engineer tailgating. Like they're they're just figuring it out. And they're like, holy shit, what if we had a barbecue? What if we brought the grill out here? Yeah. Next time, so every time you call in and you talk about having a nice weekend that we didn't get to have, you have to either give us $10 or invite us next time. That's the new Puck Bunnies rule. It's pretty easy. We got a text that says, Hoomst is poking in the bubble. And then it has a link to Gord Miller's tweet that says, Day 13 in the NHL bubble. Someone's having a very different experience than the rest of us. And the picture attached is just an empty box of Trojan ultra-thin condoms. 
It's just a three pack. That's it. What are your theories? Because I have some. Everybody. <laughs> like, I just, it's really hard for me to believe that there's two separate Canadian cities right now where a bunch of men in their 20s and 30s are sequestered together for two months and they're not having sex. How do you think they're getting them in? I don't know anything about bubble security. Are they like... I don't either. Maybe it's people who already work in the bubble. That's smart. Keep it clean, folks. Here's my theory. Uh, I know for a fact that many men like to jack off with condoms. Stop. That's my theory. That some, somebody there is like a dry jacker and likes a condom. Ew. I know. I know. I'm sorry that I said it. Don't. I, I don't want to say don't put it on the podcast. Sorry, Siobhan. I'm just glad that they're using condoms, whoever they are. You're being safe. Yes. Safe sex only. Yeah. Consent is important. Safe sex, really good. Great job, everybody. Wash your hands, pee after. Although, I mean, we are at another week with no coronavirus infections. I'm waiting for the conspiracy theories to get going that, like, the league is hiding the real numbers from us. Listen, I can't believe it. I am genuinely in shock that they haven't had any yet. It seems unreal. It does seem unreal. I wonder why. Agent Scully vibes. Okay. Hi, Christina and Audrey. Leah here. If these were not the COVID cut playoffs, I would be watching these games with my friends. Instead, we have these super chaotic group streams and group chats. They're great. We should invite you guys sometime. Oh my God. She abided by the rules that she didn't. Wow. I love you. She invited us. There we go. It's as simple as that. A recent phenomenon from these group chats is manifesting goals. And it works, at least for the Canes. It was working. <laughs> who, do, who do you want to manifest a goal from? Literally Alex Ovechkin, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. I want Kudobin to get a goal. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I feel like he'd be, he's like the best goalie that I can think of to get a goal. Because unfortunately, he does like to play that puck. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, I would love to see Brock Besser. Oh, yeah. Get some goals because he's had a kind of a slow start to the playoffs. So I would like to see him transform. Am I the only one who thinks that the underrated star of the playoffs so far has been the shots of Toronto in between the games or in between the periods? I just think the city looks gorgeous with all those shots. I've never been, but it makes me want to. Really look at Zillow and smoke some weed and look at the Zillow for some Toronto sites. Uh, yeah, this is so funny because we keep talking about how nice Edmonton looks in the establishing mm-hmm. shots. Mm-hmm. It looks beautiful. I thought it was like a desert or something. I don't have a great grasp on geography. I thought it was a tundra, the desert of the forest. A lot of this, I think, is over projection on our parts because we're so desperate to not be in this country anymore Mm -hmm. that um i'll take winnipeg at this point peg city ship yourself there yeah toronto looks great i've also never been to toronto i've never been either let's go my other point about toronto is that um i also keep looking at real estate listings in canadian cities and i actually don't think they use zillow anyway that's the end of my answer (laughs) all right Hi, bunnies. This is Juan in D.C. Which two players would you choose to run for president and vice president? Let's put aside constitutional requirements. I refuse to do that. We have the same answer for this. President Blake Wheeler. We're all saying it. Everybody's thinking it. I don't think it's a bad idea. I don't think it's a bad idea. (laughs) I would also go for, like, President Matt Dumba. Yes, yes. Because we know he'll get shit done. Vice president? I like a wild card in my VP slot. 
like a wild bill. <laughs> no, I would. He can't be the president. He can't be any. He, he's too beautiful. I don't want him to have any access to any nuclear codes whatsoever. I think I would pick like a conniving little Karl Rove type. So I okay. pick. I pick Marchand. <laughs> Marchand. That's, He'd be so uh, good. He gets shit done. You could court the coastal elites with that ticket too. Exactly. I like that you're you're thinking about this like very far in advance. Like I'm thinking ad buys. My VP pick. I actually don't think it should be a hockey player. I think it should be a wag. And I think it should be Lauren Oshie. Oh my God. America would be so tan. I just think Lauren Oshie would be really good at um, shaking hands and kissing babies and photo ops and opening new monuments and national parks. That's all we've got this week. I am going to stop recording and go downstairs and watch the Islanders sweep the caps. Okay. Because I love being miserable. I wish you the best of luck. I am high on my victory. So I think I might just uh, go watch the caps lose as well. If you would like to send us questions or comments for next week's episode, you can call us or text us at 774-318-6952. You can follow the show on Twitter at PuckBunnies underscore pod. You can also follow us on Instagram at PuckBunniesPod. I would also love it if you would rate and review the show on your platform of choice. We love reviews. Remember, it is the only reliable way to get in touch with us because I like to read them when I'm sad. And what also helps me when I'm sad is when people give me money. So you can do that at patreon.com slash puckbunnies. I'm Christina. I'm Audrey. And this has been Puck Bunnies. Bye. Let's suffer. Bye, let's suffer. All right, here we yeah. go.
At CVS Health Hub, you can see a provider, fill a prescription, and grab what you need all in one trip, even on evenings and weekends. That's healthier made easier. Visit a CVS Health Hub today. Services vary by location. See cvs.com slash health hub for details.